worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Imagine a place where there was no direction, no fitness goals, and then there were three men. Damn, I got the chills. I did too. With maps! Super bundle! Wow, that's pretty good. I got chills. Theater Friday. Hey, listen, um... I got a special message for some of you listening right now. Here's the thing. The most difficult step that you take towards fitness, the most difficult one, the one that is the hardest to take, the one that prevents most people from getting their fitness goals, from getting to the better body, the better health, the better mobility, the stronger muscles, the less body fat, is the first step. 100% of the time, it's the first step. It's making that initial commitment. And a lot of that has to do with just not knowing what to do. You don't have a plan. You don't have it detailed out for you. It's a lot easier. Anybody will tell you this. If you have a big goal, break it down into smaller goals. Set it up so you know exactly what you need to do in order to get where you want to go for that large goal. But in between now and that big goal, get those smaller goals. Break it down. Know what you're doing. Have it all planned out for you. Well, check it out. The super... Maps Bundle does that. It's about a year's worth of programming. You don't have to think about anything. You enroll in the Super Maps Bundle, and I know you're serious right now about your fitness. Well, this is what you do. You enroll in it. You got a year's worth. It's all set up for you. You start tomorrow. You start with Maps Anabolic. That's the first program you start with. You prime your workouts with Maps Prime. You progress the Maps Performance, Maps Aesthetic. You have Maps anywhere for uh, at some point during the year you're going to be gone but you're going to want to continue exercising, that's planned and programmed out for you as well. And we're also including our new one of our newest programs. You get Kettlebells for Aesthetics. It's a programmed out workout just based on kettlebells, and it focuses aesthetics. That comes free when you get this super bundle. Includes all the other mods that we've done. Plus, on top of that, you also get 50% off on access to the private forum with all of us. Yeah, you're all so you're you're getting literally you're set like everything. If you're you set, make a call, bro. Tell us how many people we need. Well, this how is, many lives are we going to change right now? I I I know out there in podcast Raise your hands, in, everybody. Po- in podcast land, there's ten of you right now that are listening that are very motivated, and there's another ten of you that are very scared but also motivated. Here's what I want to do. I want to talk to all twenty of you. Make the decision. Get started now. 20 super bundle, uh, super math bundle. You, 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 Enroll you. today. Uh, listen to my voice. I'm motivating you. Get on there. Get on the forum. <laughs> Tag us. I'm calling for it. Let's see. I, I'm, ta- I'm raising my hands and twiddling my fingers. Put your faith. Listen, okay? Put your faith in our program. Stand up. This one time. Well, I promise Get you. Get on that computer. I can feel it. We will never have to ask for your trust again. That's how effective these programs Holy are. Give it's it to a me. computer. Give Ma- it to me, Sal. Mindpumpmedia.com. Get it. Press that button, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts. Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews. She's my cherry pie. Don't know the Whoa. words of the song. 
something in your so eye. So good, so like a sweet surprise. Yeah, there it is. Tastes so good, make me smile to my eyes. That's not how it goes, but sweet cherry pie. It's in between yeah. your thighs. Do you remember the video to that? Uh, yeah, with the was that a Ferrari or what? What was fucking hot ass girl? I don't know. Do you yeah. remember that? Hot, Adam? Hot no, girl. I don't. It I mean, might be the first music video the, I masturbated to. Head banging. <laughs> was it really? I think it was. Yeah. Wow. I because thought, remember back then, uh, I thought white the white snake. You just ruined one, the white that video snake for one me. Was. Yeah. White snake, yeah, white snake, <laughs> white snake was with the uh, what it was called. Um, God, was the name oh, of that song? That, that was that one girl. She dances that, on the oh, the, uh, uh, la, something, I'm, something, I'm, something. She's Fuck. like rolling all over the hood. Yeah, I'm pretty. Sh- I'm pretty sure that was the first one you mastered. Uh, I think you it? shared that with us, uh, it, like when Mind Pump first started. Did yeah, you what was her name? Something Latrain or some shit. Oh, the oh my God, you remember the girl's name? Yeah, she was like a big. Yeah, she was like an actress or something after that. She was a big girl, uh, Tawny Katane. That's what that's it was. That's it, yeah. She it was w- like a big deal in the rock and roll world. Are yeah. you going to play it right now? Is this what? That's how it started? It's Here I Go Again. All right, I sang this one time. That's the one you, you met, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah, sure. Yeah. I don't know it started like that. No, I'm going. It's such yeah. a like. Yeah. This and. Uh, this and that song yeah. by uh, by uh, Bon Jovi, where he gets on his iron horse, living oh, on a prayer. Yeah. yeah, like these two songs are like it's like a guy's song. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> here I go on my again, uh, on my own again, bitches. I'm by myself. I'm gonna go. Yeah, yeah. not true. That's right. It's like when uh, uh, when Ben was on our thing singing too long. That was enough. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> we started to get uncomfortable. There are moments in life though where you do something that's normal, but if you do it for a fraction of a second too long, it goes from comfortable to real uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, that's like See, called staring. Or dude, it's like tiny, it goes though. from looking to staring. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. okay to look. But it's a fraction of a second. <laughs> it you, is can, a, you can make it funny. Or a hand you just like keep going. Or a handshake. You go past a handshake. Yeah, yeah. Has that ever happened to you? Like you shake someone's hand and they just hold on for like a second oh, yeah. too long. You're like, I told you. Hand. I can told we, you my no thumb technique, right? Can we <laughs> Your your no thumb um, handshake that freaks people the fuck out. What do you, what do you go like this? Yeah, you I monkey grip like, them? just like this, bro. I'll be like, hey, nice to meet you. Ah, <laughs> it's like, that's it's weird. Like, what it's do you like do? Handing he somebody a surprise? No, he doesn't pitch anything. It's like yeah. this. Watch. Yeah. Oh, that is weird. It's just wrong. It is weird. It's like you grab my paw. It's like a flipper. <laughs> yeah, so just, I just flippered you, <laughs> bitch. It's called the flipper handshake. The flipper handshake. Yeah, or about a what yeah. about a hug? Like if you hug someone, like oh hey, nice to see you, but then you hold it for literally a split <laughs> second too long. Can we? Like you can feel them. Like I want to like film us doing this to people. Like, like we should do we a whole like day of hug, that. and then we have to like time it out and see how long it can last. <laughs> yeah. What about close talkers? Oh, oh God! No, there was much. a guy that I knew. He was a chiropractor. I actually like pushed somebody away from me one time. No way! Yeah. No way! Did you really? Well, just like really slowly. I just put my hand up, and he's like, <laughs> like getting all his breath in my face, and I just started like extending my arm, like I was just at my elbow. You know, I was just slowly just like this. And then I would love to. And be then there, he saw but... me. He saw me and just kind of like like his, his hips were pushing back, but his face was like still there. <laughs> I was like, when is this guy going to get it? And I finally, (laughs) finally he's like, oh, oh, oh." like he got it. No, I have a friend who he's a chiropractor, great guy. And he's a close talker. Like he's in your, in your grill. What do you think causes that? I don't know, but he's he's also vegan, so he would always think- have like lettuce or something to see. <laughs> oh, gross. and he'd be all up on my face, and I was like, oh, <laughs> bro. 
I always thought it was something like maybe in your eye. that they have a problem hearing. So they they tend to when they have a conversation with somebody, mm. they want to get closer and closer to you. So they want it so they can. See, that might so, be it. That and, and that would be okay. But then it's like the eye contact and everything. You're like so close. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I've it's done like, to people? I don't want to make out with you. Get out of here. So what I've done to people who are close talkers, who are obviously people I know well. So I don't do this to strangers. But if they're like in my face, you going for a kiss? Yeah, I'll close my eyes. <laughs> I, I, oh, so I read the signals wrong. Yeah, yeah. I miss, uh, I'm, uh, like 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 turn your head and uh, stick yeah, your tongue I turn my out head and like, I open my uh, mouth and they always go whoa whoa, whoa. I'm like I, mis- I misread like, the whoa, signs whoa, whoa, whoa. you were oh. so close I thought we were gonna I thought we were gonna start making oh, out that's not uh, what we were going I felt, I felt your aura yeah, yeah, no. it told me to come in yeah I don't know how we got on that subject of close talkers wow. but yeah I think we should do things that we normally do but do them in a way that's slightly uncomfortable and observe people's reactions well yeah. no i want justin to do that. like like this sure. is, here's one that you got to do this okay. is a perfect one okay guaranteed to make people freak out around you next time you go to the men's bathroom mm-hmm. don't just pull your dick out of your zipper pull your whole pants down so your ass cheeks oh, are showing yeah, and then yeah, take yeah, a piss yeah. in the urinal that's a good move. and then watch everyone's reaction i posted that on instagram and it got pulled down so it freaks yeah. everybody out <laughs> remember it lasted dude it got this was when my page was really small it must have had like yeah. God, it saw like 10,000 views like in the first like eight hours and then it got pulled down. But it was hilarious because this guy was peeing like that. Yeah. And I was I was, I was was in the mirror and I, I just got done going to the restroom and stuff and I'm like zipping up my gym bag and I'm looking at the reflection and homeboy comes in and just like drops his underwear, pants, everything down to his knees and he's standing there peeing at the, peeing at the oh, urinal. Yeah. So and, next level, if you just film yourself, right, that happens again, <laughs> just go right up and smack him in the ass. You're like, yes, you're on my Insta whatever show. What's, what's level three? Uh, just taking a shit in the urinal? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> one time, uh, one time no. I actually went to the bathroom and there was shit in no, the urinal. There was yeah, I swear yeah. to God. I've seen that before. Just Have you? Yeah. What? Yeah, I think it's the funniest thing ever. When I see disgusting. it, I I laugh every Is time. like somebody from another country and they're like, oh, it's a hole. <laughs> it's, it's, a hole. it's like, that's not what it's for. But, wow. I, I heard America had sit down toilets. These are great. Yeah. <laughs> it really cups my balls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, so nice. And then, and then you leave and you're all minty fresh. Hey, oh. <laughs> Why is your butt cheeks yeah, blue? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it really sucks those when the gum gets stuck to your hair, your asshole hair because oh, you sat in there. Man, that like, is not wow. comfortable. That's that's the, it's not comfortable that's at all. The, that's the worst. You can have your friend scissor it out. Oh, uh, scissors. Yeah, that's how, that's, scissors. I mean, that's when Sal and I got really close. I yeah, that time. was. Way, I Could walked you, in on that. Yeah, we were, it was we like, whoa. This we motherfucker spent his gum out uh, in the urinal again. Sal, could you that. help me get this out, please? Dear yeah. God. Yeah, got in there good, though. I appreciate and the, that. And the gum was still fresh. It was still usable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That, <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, can we, make, can we make a promise right now that- Oh, my uh, God. Is this like a pinky only swear Only if you thing? give me a promise ring. Is, yes. this, a, is this like okay. a group, like, pro, like pinky swear thing? Maybe. We won't tell anybody. We'll align in you It wasn't this the trip before last- When we went down to Austin, remember when we hung out at- on it with Connor and them and we were watching that um, TV show and we said Justin needs to do this and then now this happens at the LA Fit Expo where Rich Piana and Mack Truck Guy are, are fighting each other oh, yeah. and so it makes me want to do that even more like to go Billy and in of, the street Kind that of, mo- yeah, yeah. Remember yeah, where he yeah, yeah. he's he's going and he's asking like random like uh, tri- oh, uh, trivia yeah. questions, yes. and then like he's just like if they don't like answer it the way he likes it, he's just like well, you don't even know anything. And he like shoves the mic at their head. I would love to the it's next hilarious. Maybe when okay, yes, that'll I think, last one person. I think San Jose Expo is coming up, That's so true. maybe we can look at this, Doug. Maybe we can look at San Jose Expo and we'll go to that because it's close and we know we can commit to that because I know none of us want to fly to go to one of these silly expos, right? 
but let's go to one that's local like that. And we do like a blitz and we give out hella free shit. We just give out all kinds of free yeah. t-shirts. We don't get a booth there. We don't hang out there all day long. We go there and we just give out hell free shit. We have Doug video you yeah. going around and interview. I'm gonna like have like a pocket full of glitter and I'm just gonna pelt people in the face. <laughs> yes. Why? Yes. Why, you know why does he always go violent? See, here's the thing. It's not Justin. even violence. It's glitter. Awesome. Yes. Well, the, you want to pelt? Uh, your words. Because I'll be like, uh, <laughs> like, oh, you like supplements? Wow! Yeah. It's magic, bro. Your <laughs> supplements is magic. That's, magic isn't real. You're a fucking idiot. I'm out of here. Yeah. See, that's violent. Like. You I, you literally said pelt someone in the face. Well, so like maybe I used the wrong like a, adjective, like a fistful of glitter. Maybe I'm just like, and you, point, you know, like, I just like I just like that's spurred better. it in the air like with my fingertips. Yeah, yeah you yeah, do like that's a better. You yeah. do like a LeBron James Fine. thing with a chalk. You just get I, up. And, I, it depends though. Yeah. If it was like a a Mack truck, you know, Piana guy, pow right in the face. Yeah. <laughs> I'm running. I'm running really fast. I accidentally grabbed rocks. Yeah. I thought I thought it was glitter. It's stupid. Yeah. You know what? Glitter's fucked up though because it doesn't come off. I know anything. Yeah. So then you. Go home and you're like you either a we're your at a strip wife club. gets mad yeah, yeah oh like, were you at a strip club or you I was ran trying in, out some new lotions or you ran into Justin with mind pump or yeah, mind pump yes. or you were eating out a unicorn it's yeah. one of those three you just things. got pixie bitch yeah but there's there's <laughs> glitter all over your chops yeah what if we just wore a disguise what if we wore a crazy disguise and we went there and the goal was to find us mm. you know what I mean that Adam so, can wear the green unit is that stupid that's stupid yeah. I do like Justin's <laughs> idea though going around I like and, Adam's feedback <laughs> just <laughs> that's honest stupid <laughs> I think the idea of Justin going there with a bag full of glitter and Doug interviewing or Doug videoing Justin going around interviewing people uh, at their booths and just us giving away free shirt to all the Mind Pump fans that are there. And just make up yeah. random how, shit. How does it taste? Like, what do you think of the new study yeah. showing that uh, <laughs> that creatine enemas boost muscle performance by oh 20%? Oh, my God. That would be so yes. much. See, let's go to these let's booths like this. So these we, guys are... And have, and have people like have to, like lie about it. Like, yeah, oh, I, I think it's oh, interesting. I haven't tried it yet, but yeah, uh, looks like uh, it I'm going to do that tonight. What do you think about the study that shows yeah. that 10 grams of protein per pound of body weight is ideal for muscle building? And they'll be like, of course, like, definitely. Well, duh, <laughs> that's why I'm Chugging this shake right now. That's I eat two thousand grams of protein. That's why I yeah. do five scoops a day. Yeah, I don't know why I turned into a nineteenth century judge there for a second. Protein. Here she comes. Oh, oh, she got glitter all over her. She's so fancy. being brought to you by Chimera Coffee. It's the only coffee that is infused with all natural nootropics for a cleaner, calmer, and more focused buzz without the crash. Click the Chimera link at mindpumpmedia.com and input the discount code MINDPUMP at checkout for 10% off. It's the motherfucking quad. The eagle has landed. Yo Gains Fitness. What are your thoughts on squatting barefoot versus flat soles versus squat shoes? Ooh. Oh, yeah. Ooh. So for a little while ago, I picked up some squat shoes. For a little and, while ago. And I put them on mm-hmm. and instantly was able to squat more weight with better posture. And so, and please listen to the whole part of this. Don't just turn us off and go buy squat shoes. All right. Thanks. I'm out of here. I know. I was like, oh, they're fucking awesome. Can't wait to tell everybody about it. Told Adam about it. He bought a pair. He loved them too. Mm. And uh, But it, really the, what I was doing was I was uh, putting a massive Band-Aid over some dysfunction in my body, which allowed me to lift more weight, which then meant I was only strengthening the imbalance, which meant I set myself back a little bit. 
reality is what I should have done is I should have identified why squat shoes make me squat better mm. and figure that why that uh, why I don't squat as good without having my heels slightly elevated because that's what squat shoes do. Squat shoes right. have a slight elevation in them. They're super rock solid stable at the bottom. And so those two things help you squat if you have poor ankle uh, and foot function. So what I do, what I've done since then is I've gone to flat shoes, and then I'm going to go to barefoot. But I want because ideally, ideally you you should be able to or you want to be able to squat really good, comfortably with good control and good strength, completely barefoot. Mm-hmm. However, if you don't squat barefoot, if you squat with shoes on or squat shoes on, it takes a long time to get there because if you push yourself and just go straight barefoot, you'll hurt yourself. I promise you. You got to go much lighter, yeah. and you have to instead of focusing on the fact that I'm squatting this heavy weight, it's like I'm sitting there and I'm looking at my feet, and oh, there goes my left ankle and it's protracting, so or it's you know pronating, excuse me. So I'm gonna supinate it just slightly, and I'm gonna spread my toes a little bit because I notice they get bunched up, and you know I'm gonna really focus on my ankle mobility and you know my knee alignment and my hip alignment, and go real slow with this light weight and work on my depth, and just slowly over time work my way to being able to squat barefoot but if you were to compare three lifters who could squat comfortably one barefoot one with flat shoes or one with squat shoes the better in this order the best of them would be barefoot the second right. best would be flat shoes and the third best would yeah be squat it's, it's shoes. a progression and it's a different mindset like um if, if your goal is just to move more weight in any way possible um that's what squat shoes are there for and it, it that way you can sort of you can just breeze right over a lot of those glaring issues that you have that are not providing, you know, good depth in your squat and supported ankle support. And um, it's just, it's a totally different mentality. Like somebody that's going to try and, you know, um, recognize that there's, there's some dysfunction that could be addressed and that they could iron out or, you know, if there's just another way or some kind of aid. And it's the same thing. I feel with, you know, wrist wraps and, and belt to some degree where different recruitment patterns, it's just establishing a different way for you to move heavier weight. So uh, you just have to consider that, you know, beltless, you're not going to be able to move that kind of weight, you mm-hmm. know? And so it's just like, it's a matter of like, what do you really see the most benefit from? Or is this just ego? Or is this just, you know, maybe like you're doing a specific sport where that is the all they care about is just like the end result, the end number. So, but that's the place that you're in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You so figure I, that out. I, I also think it's important that, you know, someone just asked us on the live forum. Um, we get on there now and, and get to uh, do some live Q and a on the private forum. And, you know, somebody was asking about uh, getting into, you know, the baby position of squatting and, and how I've kind of progressed there in the last year. Cause you know, just a, a year ago, my squat looked very similar to Sal's squat where it was, it was pretty tough for me to break 90 degrees. I, too, uh, got the squat shoes and was like, oh, my God, it was the most comfortable I'd ever felt squatting. But just like him, you know, that was because I was ignoring uh, why that was, and I was enjoying that, oh, wow, this is great. I got these squat shoes, and now I, I've got a better depth and squat form than I ever have. But in reality, I was really just crutching an issue. issue. Now, that being said – I then dropped the squat shoes, started squatting deep in, in the chucks, and then I kind of hurt myself. And that was because I wasn't ready yet to to make that progression, that leap. And it's kind of like you you need to first work on 
like your hips. So whenever you have like a dysfunction, and, and I, I think now the more and more too, I spend time with Brink and, and assessing ourselves and all of our issues, almost all of us, it starts from our toes, starts from our toes, then it goes to our feet, from our feet, it goes to our ankle, then it goes to our knees, then it goes to our hips. And when you're, when you're actually trying to fix these imbalances, although the root cause, uh, we say always address the root cause, which is going all the way down to the toes. I actually, if I'm talking about someone trying to improve someone's squat, I'm going to go the reverse. So I'm actually going to address the hips first, then I'm going to go to the knees, then I'm going to go to the ankles, then I'm going to go to the feet, then I'm going to go to the toes. And because when you're coming to squat down, the very first thing that breaks is the hip and the knees. So you go to squat and the hips break and the knees break. And if there's dysfunction there, then it's, it's going to affect everything else when you move into the squat. So I, fir- and I first want to get that into good working form, and then I'm going to start to get work further and further. So I'm still, even though I can sit in a baby position, I can squat deep, I can now squat barefoot again, um, I still got lots of work to do. But now I'm, now I'm in the foot, the ankle, foot, and toe area is where a lot of my, my work is going now. And at, meanwhile, I'm still maintaining uh, the squatting barefoot and the hip stuff that I've been doing for quite some time. So it's just kind of a, a process of elimination. And the ultimate goal is to be squatting barefoot, but don't be somebody uh, naive to think that if you've been squatting in squat shoes for a long time, that all of a sudden you can go barefoot and go super deep mm-hmm. because more than likely uh, what will happen is you'll do what I did, which is kind of hurt myself. And then I had to regress all the way back. And then I would say, give yourself no joke at minimum. And it depends how bad your imbalances are, <laughs> but give yourself like, Six months to a year of yeah. dedicated, slow regression to be able to do certain things, uh, lifts barefoot. It's not going to happen in a month yeah. or two. Um, it's going to take a long time. And These are decades you've established You know this very specific pattern, and now all of a sudden you're going to just switch gears like that. So, yeah, I mean, it, it takes that long of a process to correct sometimes a lot of these these habits that you've, mm-hmm. you've formed and, and your body just recognizes as the 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 go-to uh, system that it's going to operate on. In fact, some of these patterns have happened for so long that you've developed uh, joint structure around them. Mm. Like if you look at your toes and if you have your toes angle in or cross over, or one foot goes on top of, excuse me, one toe might be on top of the other one or a hammer toe, or you look at like extreme cases of people with Why you guys bad, <laughs> bad posture and they look and they have a, a, a humpback. Um, the, your bones and joints will even start to form in this way over time. And um, when you get to that point, correcting them, give yourself years and take your time. Go real slow. Don't get frustrated with it because if you push too fast, you will hurt yourself 100% of the time. Well, this so, is also yeah. why I'm not a big fan of the average person running because unless you're doing it competitively, if you're com- if you're a competitive runner, I'm not talking to you because that's your sport and you've already made the decision that you're running for a sport and that's the reason why. But if you're just a normal person who's trying to get in shape and your your answer is to always just go to running because that's what get or sign up for all these Spartan races and all these things that are going on right now and I, all you're doing, if you're somebody who has all these issues, is you're just making them worse. And you're making, and even if you're putting the work in to correct it, then you're turning right back around, and then you're going and running five miles. You're just repatterning the, the the bad pattern. Like Justin said, you've had decades of these poor habits and these poor patterns, and then you go and spend what ten, fifteen minutes starting to prime your body before you're working out, or a few times during the week. But then you're still running fifteen miles in the week, like. You're it's you're going to have a long process of getting there. Now you can. I'm not saying you can't do that. Absolutely, you can. But I know that 
it took me a good six months to a year just to get where I'm at. And there's still a lot of work for me to do. Like I said, I'm down in the toes, feet and ankle right now. But just to get from where I was, you know, where I felt like I was kind of squatting where Sal's at to where I'm at now, which I feel like it's a huge difference now looking back. But it took a fucking year to get there with still lots of more improvement. And that, and I'm really good about practicing this a lot. When I put my mind to something and decide, okay, I'm going to dive into this. I'm going to I'm going to live it, breathe it, and I'm going to really apply it. <clears throat> I really do. I don't like half-ass like, "Oh, I'm going to try and do some of this mobility stuff and hopefully I feel better next week." Like, no. It's like I understand what I have to accomplish here and I have to create some serious consistency with these these good patterns and over time and a long period of time, I will start to notice it. So, and then over, a, you know, 6 months to a year, I can look back and see a major difference, mm-hmm. but that takes time to get there, and you mm-hmm. got to be consistent with it. Brenda Farias, fifty-one. What do you think about using plastic bottles, containers, etc.? So she's referring to the uh, some of the dangers that they found, in particular the chemicals that uh, plastic has been shown to uh, leach into our systems um, that uh, you know can affect our long-term health. This is why I have somebody looking into uh, xenoestrogen. No, the hydro flask for us, and that's why it's creating mm. a huge. I mean, it's mm. super. They're super popular right now, and everybody's drinking out of one or a brand like them. You know, here I, this is why I want to be careful with this with this type of question because we, I'll get into some of the dangers of plastic that are established. There's no there's no doubt about uh, some of these dangers. But before I say that, you got to be careful what you do with this information mm. because a knee-jerk reaction is to say, we should ban plastic. N- nobody can use plastic anymore. If you do that, you'll cause more harm than good because people literally have no they – have, they, have no, they don't realize just how dependent yeah. our modern lives are on petroleum-based products, yeah. which include plastics. If you eliminated plastics from the market right now, if we made a law and said no, might as well throw away all electronic devices and like everything. Well, your food would yeah, dramatically food go up in price because plastic uh, is a great way to keep them, you know, clean and sealed. Um, you know, many medicines are made out of uh, you know these type of polymers. Um, you, I mean, your life would be tremendous, would be changed in a very negative way. Uh, in a very large way, if we just eliminated plastics. I think what we need to do is educate ourselves, change our habits little by little, allow the market to respond little by little by creating alternative uh, products. Now, that being said, because we're so just, just like I said, we're so dependent on them now. Um, Mm. It's ridiculous. I mean, literally everything that you see, every product, every modern, everything from food to medicine to, uh, you know, your, your household appliances to everything, um, plastic has completely changed our lives in many ways for the better. Now there is now here's the dangers. Okay, plastics we now know contain uh, chemicals that are known to um, disrupt the endocrine system. Some of them have been shown to um, impact a develop a developing fetus. I didn't. Now I feel now I feel mad that I didn't put that in my list of things that you can do to help improve that. Yeah, I, I just wrote about that and I didn't even put anything to do. Oh, with dude, it. these are these are facts. In animal studies, uh, <clears throat> plastics have been shown to do some pretty crazy things, from changing the way different sexes will will react. So if you have like male and female salamanders or you know monkeys or whatever. 
exposing males to plastics or lots of these chemicals and plastics will have them behave more like a female. It'll it'll change the way the gonads or the ovaries uh, develop. It'll change hormone profiles. They present estrogenic. They can promote uh, estrogenic type cancers or feed them. Um, it's been shown to affect uh, brain development and in adults. Um, there may be, there's even some loose ties that we haven't 100 percent established, but um, to how we think in children, hyperactivity, um, increased aggressiveness, impaired learning. Uh, increased fat formation has been sh- connected to the use of plastics. What? Uh, yes, uh, because it, it uh, promotes fat storage th- because they're xenoestrogens again. They, mm. they can act like estrogens uh, in the body. What's the exposure level for each one of these? Here's the thing. The, if you look at one day worth of exposure uh, and you just looked at that, I mean, it's way below what would be considered anywhere near dangerous. Yeah. But that's not, see, that's not the problem. The problem is we're exposed to plastics from birth to death uh, daily. It's just been this accumulation that's happened. It's a yeah. super, super consistent, low-level well, amount I feel, of exposure. I feel like it's the same thing that we're, we're learning with like artificial sweeteners it's and stuff, stuff like that. It's yeah. like it, when it, all the testing that's been done around them is like all these, these short periods of time, you know, six months or even a year, like a year of – of course, we've ast- we wouldn't have as much plastic as we have around us if we had established that, you know, six months of it being around you and you could die or get cancer from it, it's like, of course not. But, you know, 30, 40 years of drinking out of it, re-microwaving out of it, you know, using it all the time is very similar to the same mentality with like the artificial sweeteners. Of course, having a artificial sweetener every once in a while in your coffee here and there, of course, that's we've done enough studies to show that it's not going to kill you or it's not going to give you cancer from just doing that. But we don't know if you're because we've given everybody the green light that it's okay. Now every now every food company is finding oh wow I, we can put it's got zero calories and we could pump this artificial sweetener in, and then we could pump artificial then before you know it like especially I I feel like at the competing level I saw a lot of this uh, is your whole day could be centered around every meal is almost got an artificial sweetener mm-hmm. in. and then at that point like then you got to ask yourself you do that for well how else are they going to get it to taste okay for for the standards of, <laughs> of American consumer, yeah, just right. you know, hell. like people are so hell bent on the taste, right? You can't not get shit to taste good without adding some kind of sweetener in there. Well, well, yeah. well let's, let's, let's circling back to plastics. Yeah, no, uh, I took a left right there. I'm well, sorry, no, but I feel like it's a very yeah. similar. It to- is. It's very similar. And here's here's one of the worst things you could do if you want to avoid your exposure to uh, the chemicals and plastics. The worst thing you could do is heat anything up in plastic. You oh, microwave yeah. you microwave your food in plastic, and you are pretty much guaranteeing to be exposed to uh, many of these chemicals at much much higher levels because of the heat and how the heat reacts with the plastic and the fact that your food is in there. Mm-hmm. Even if you have your food in a glass container and you have a plastic lid on the top, the heat from the from the you know the steam that comes off the food and the water droplets that develop on that lid then then drop back down in your food mm-hmm. has been shown to increase. Uh, levels of these chemicals. What you should do is heat your food up in glass, glass yeah. and cover it with a paper towel. Mm. Don't use uh, don't use plastic. Um, but what about the the plastic bottles that we buy our water in? Oh yeah, you know now oh. now true now the, the one of the biggest hustles in history. By the way, yeah, buying a lot of water. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I buy it all the time. Well, of course, when you're at some places, you pay like five dollars. It's, like it's so I have, silly. I think like, I, I paid I up to seven dollars before for yeah. a small bottle of water, and I remember doing it and going like. 
Yeah. Holy shit! There was a day where I just drunk out of drunk drunk drank out of a hose, yeah. <laughs> you know. And now we we pay seven dollars for water. I made an effort to drink tap water uh, for the last like couple years. Have well, you? you're yeah. you're in a good place for it, right? Are yeah. you because well, it's well? Yeah, yeah you're a, a well, well water. Not, yeah, like, city water. San Jose water tastes like I'm fucking sucking on pennies. Like, there's no way. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I tried it one time. I'm like, oh, I could so die like from this. Yeah. yeah, he's like, for sure. Like, uh, I'm gonna think. Yeah, your best bet is re- re- reverse like osmosis. Uh, reverse osmosis. Um, it's probably one of the best. So they, they do have classifications of plastic. So if you look at your plastic container or bottle, there should be a number on it. And so far, for what we know, the numbers that are most toxic, because I had to look them up because I forgot what they were. Oh, wow. I didn't know this. Yeah. So the worst numbers are number seven, number three, and number six. And those that are considered safer, based on the information we currently know, are one, two, four, and five. Water bottles are made with one, which is considered a safer uh, plastic bottle. However, um, they they can leach the toxic metal um, antimony, which is used during its manufacture. Hmm. I mean, that's the thing. Like, your I, I really your best bet is just to try to avoid storing things in lots of plastic mm-hmm. and cooking and in plastic. Them up, yeah. I think that's when you're you're probably going to do. You know, you'll probably do the most impact. Like if you have like plastic Tupperware containers that you store food in, yeah. Maybe buy the glass Pyrex? ones. Pyrex is that the, the yeah. glass kind? Yeah. yeah, maybe buy the glass ones instead of storing. Like if you're going to freeze something, uh, maybe put it in, in. So rubber is is completely different as far as the chemicals are concerned. Um, uh, that's a good question. Pure rubber is is not the same as the kind of rubber that they use to. I don't think you store things yeah, in rubber. It must be like partially plastic and rubber together. Right? Yeah, because so polymer because r- rubber will cr- freeze. It'll crack mm-hmm. in, in really cold. I think they have to do something else. If I'm not mistaken, they have to do something else to it. So, yeah, don't warm anything up with plastic and don't try not to freeze anything with plastic. And, you're, and, and then, you know, if you're going to drink at a reusable bottle, I mean, if you buy plastic, a, a, a water bottle and you drink out of it once, you recycle it. Don't, because I've seen people do this, they'll use that plastic bottle over and over again, you know, as they refill it with water. Or what they'll do is they'll oh, leave. Man. Water in a plastic bottle in their car, mm-hmm. and, it, and then the, and and the, the sun comes through. Yeah, and you know, yeah. for three, four days later, and they're like, oh, this water's been here for three days, but it's still good. Yeah, you taste it too. It's, it's like, ugh. it's probably yeah. storing some, you know, some of those chemicals. So maybe use a glass container or a metal container. Um, but I, those those hydro right now, this is a big crave right now. Craze. Yeah, craze. Sorry, crave. Yeah. <laughs> People are craving it. It's <laughs> a big craze right now. Is the the hydro flask? Like everyone's doing that. Yeah. Not to mention that keeps your 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 whatever you have in here super cold or super hot like all day long. I think what they're gonna start yeah. what they're gonna keep finding now with plastics. I think is gonna blow us the fuck away because they're they're finding now that it may be what's leading that, and of course excess body fat may be leading to the fact that girls are going through puberty a little sooner mm. and dropping testosterone levels in men and underdeveloped you know, gonads in boys. Like These are all things that have kind of ramped up uh, since the 60s maybe, 70s, which mm-hmm. is when plastic really started fucking entering our lives in big, big ways. So wow. we'll, we'll see. All right. B. Manchego lost 55 pounds, want wants to get back to maintenance calories what is the best way uh little by little um but before you get into changing your calories make sure your workout is promoting a muscle building and strength building uh form of adaptation so if you're training for max endurance and you're trying to boost up your metabolism you're gonna have a tough time 
Mm-hmm. Because when you're training for endurance, your the the signal your body it's is the opposite. You're teaching it to be efficient. Yeah, it's it's the it's you're telling your body to become very efficient with its calories. Don't burn too many of them because you need to conduct this uh, long, steady state duration type workouts. Which, when people lose weight, that's what they want to do. They want to keep doing all the cardio because they want to keep the weight off. What you should do is go on a like Maps Anabolic. By the way, would be perfect for this. Maps Anabolic is pure strength and muscle building focused and it's one of the best ways to get your metabolism to amplify because now your body wants to build muscle and muscle is a very calorie expensive tissue. So I would say step one, get on a before you change your calories or anything, keep doing what you're doing with your calories, keep them low, get on a routine that promotes strength and muscle. Once you start to see your strength start to creep up, then follow along with your calories and do it in a very slow, uh, you know, methodical way to where over the course of a few months now, your calories are now up on a daily basis by maybe 500 over the course of like two or three months. That's the best way I've seen people do it to where they get their metabolism to ramp up and they don't get you know weight gain or rebound. So, so I, have a, I have a pretty similar protocol to what I do with uh, clients in this situation. So uh, once again, you know, I'm the big tracker, so I would make you track so I know exactly where you are right now to maintain this, this where you're at. So if you lost 55 pounds, and I'd like to know where you're at uh, calorie-wise on a regular basis, and then I'm going to increase it by probably about 500 calories, depending on how high or low on your weight is. So that's obviously that's an arbitrary number. It could be anywhere from 250 to 700, somewhere in that range. I'm going to switch your programming for sure to being strength-based. I do want to send that signal that we want to build muscle that way. Any weight gain that you may see in the next couple of weeks is going to be good weight. It's going to, you're going to be building muscle, which is only going to speed your metabolism up and help you get to that point where you're able to eat more calories anyways. So I'm doing that with you. And I also, you know, because most of my people that have just came off of a major, you know, weight loss, uh, they don't want to see any weight gain at all. So I try and nullify some of those extra calories by additional steps. So I would have you have I would have you monitoring your activity level and let's just say for hypothetical reasons that you're, you know, averaging six to eight thousand steps every single day. So I'm gonna tell you, okay, I'm gonna increase your caloric intake by about five hundred calories a day, which that could be undulated. So one day might be a thousand calories, another day maybe maintenance. And so I'm not saying every single day needs to be perfect at five hundred, but on average I'm going to increase your calories by about five hundred uh, calories I'm going to, <clears throat> and those calories I would like to come from a good source like fat, uh, making sure you're, if you're getting an adequate amount of protein, that's good. Then I'm going to increase your calories through fat instead of carbohydrates. And then I'm going to, uh, kick up your steps, probably an extra 2000 to 2,500 extra steps a day that you weren't before. And then make sure you have that strength-based programming. So between those, I feel like we could probably continue to increase your calories every, I don't know, 60 to 90 days. I'd be ramping you up like that until I get you to a point where you're eating more more calories than you could probably get to. This could take some time, by the way. Oh, yeah. That's, I, a, that's seen, why I said 60 to 90 before we probably moved again. You yeah, know? I mean, I've, had, I've seen people where it took us a year. It took us a year to take them from their damaged, you know, quote-unquote damaged or, you know, maybe just adapted metabolic state. Mm to a new, you know, metabolic state to where they're eating more. I had one client who um, would gain weight at anything over 1,200 calories, and she was very active on top of it. 
And it took us about a year to get to get her to about 1,800 to 2,000 calories, which, I mean, that's great. That's another 800 calories a day, roughly, that she could eat and not gain weight. Oh, and with less activity, too, so it's probably more, more than that. But it took us a year, and if you do that over the course of a year, it can feel like a, a snail you know, pace. It can feel really, really slow. Mm-hmm. So just be real patient with yourself because what you don't want to do – is uh, rebound really, really bad because then you'll have to lose the weight again. Right. And now you're dealing with a slower metabolism and it just compounds. Yeah, you just really have to manage that whole process and, and slow way down with it and like just introduce it like subtly, like you guys are saying. And, you know, that's that's really the best approach that's going to get you to that point. So, Sarah Luckman, what do you think will be the top trends in fitness, health, nutrition in 2017? Which trends should we pay attention to and ignore? Well, I, th- well, the- <laughs> I think our the post that we saw today is an example. You know what the trend, sure. <laughs> you know what the trends are going to be in 2017? <laughs> what we were talking about last year? <laughs> what we were talking about 2015? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to see keto everything. Uh, all of a sudden they're going to come out with keto supplements, uh, ketones, exogenous ketones and keto cookies, keto cookies and all that shit. All kinds of stuff like so, that. So, uh, because keto cookie geniuses, fitness industry, yeah, <laughs> yeah, fuck. Cause it's, <laughs> thank you. Cause, <laughs> cause the secret, the, 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 the fitness industry does a good job of taking something and then fucking it up. Oh, so, yeah. uh, and, uh, gut health stuff. Yeah. That's going to be, you're going to see one. lots of gut oh, health yeah. stuff. Oh, uh, I like to, which bone is promising, bro- man. I, I would I'm like to, I'd that. like to raise you more too. I see uh full body workouts coming out like crazy. I see uh, priming a lot yes. of talk Ooh, about, hmm. a lot of talk about priming. A whole and, new word. That's it, just going to pop out. It's going to be like prime. Yeah. Priming mobility. Uh, patterning, yeah, patterning. Um, uh, these are the ones I think we should you should pay attention to. These are all good things, right? So yeah, yeah, we're yeah. we're laughing because Mind Pump's been talking about this for quite some time, and you know, even some of the the professionals out there in the industry that were mocking it or talking shit about it are now adopting it because they know they're going to have to if they're going to continue to evolve in this industry because these are all very important. Mm-hmm. So I think the <clears throat> the um, oh, I also think that you're going to see this decline in. Soon, the artificial sweeteners and stuff that the artificial sweeteners and dyes and going, are going to die. Soon. And I think small meals. You're starting to see. Oh, I'm starting you think to see. So? Dude, I've really? seen. I've I seen so know. many posts now mm. by like pretty built motherfuckers, like big dudes who are like eating small meals is a myth. You don't have to worry about blah blah. And I'm like shocked that they're saying it. Wow, I I, I, I think that that may come around a little bit too. Maybe maybe it's a little early for that, but I'm starting to see more posts. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I, the gut, the gut for sure because uh, that that's been the big. Oh, one. just wait, dude. You're gonna see major supplement companies like you know, uh, yeah. Muscle Tech or all that, whatever. Uh, yeah. They're gonna start carrying probiotics. Yeah. Guaranteed. Massive force gut health. So yeah. the, those are the ones. Twenty one. trillion <laughs> bacteria. <laughs> gonna They're gonna fucking overdo it. Watch. <laughs> it's an infinity amount of fucking protein. Yeah. Yeah. So I, bacteria. This one is gonna be okay. So those are all the ones that you should pay attention to. That uh, if you're not already because you listen to Mind Pump, but those are all the good ones that are coming out here. Now here's the here's the twist though, is I also think that the same ones that you should be paying attention to are the same ones you have to look out for. Because that's the problem that I've always seen is that we take a little bit of science, we take some good information, and then then leave it to the industry to fuck it up. They will find a way to make money off of it, and that's what you got to look out for. So all that science is good. All that information that we're talking about is awesome. 
but beware on how they position it because mm-hmm. that's the the one thing like we we talk about mobility right we the importance of it and a lot of that is what we're we've been going through right now the latest program maps prime is the us introducing a lot of this to you guys and then the next one we're going to go even deeper with stuff so we are huge on that now that being said there was a reason why maps anabolic was the first thing that was introduced to you guys and that we went that direction first because that still is very very important overall strength is very important to yeah. us and I, unfortunately in this industry everybody wants to separate into their camps and so even with a good thing like mobility look at most of the guys that you we all respect as like mobility specialists or like the baddest like guys and tell me how many of them you really want to look like like most of them turn into these super you know, guru, hippie, skinny. They're very lizardy. Yes, right? And it's like, <laughs> yeah. that's really cool that you can take just your- imagine their tongue. You could take your ankle and wrap it behind your head, but you couldn't lift fucking 200 pounds off the floor if your life depended on it. So there's a give and take, right? So, and there's there, and the problem that I feel like comes from the industry is that that's what we do is we separate people, we divide them, we build camps, and then we argue who's is better. So all those things we say- are the trend and coming are all awesome things are all things that should be incorporated into your guys's routine, your lifestyle. You should be researching. You should be looking into, you should be uh, improving all those areas in your own life, but just be careful the, of the camps and be careful of the, the gurus and the people that are like, this is the way, you know? Mm-hmm. So I would, I would venture to say that the same things that they should look out for as positive are also the same ones yeah, they should look out for. Yeah, stay away from the keto supplements. That's that's hilarious to me. I think uh, uh, exogenous ketones will probably Or anabolic there. fasting, right? Keto supplements, anabolic uh, fasting. See, here's, here's an example of what the industry has done to two yeah, things. We, exactly. we were talking about these things over two years ago, the importance of fasting, the importance of keto, and what you get from them. Now but what you do we've can done? make it more anabolic. Right? Now you take fasting. It's amino acids. Now they find a way to sell you supplements on it to, because- and, Because and, fasting is literally means nothing yeah so yeah. to them like how are we gonna oh fuck yeah, how we, we gotta, gotta weasel sell, in some pills we gotta sell something Give some pills. oh i know we're yeah. gonna prevent muscle loss uh, yeah. excuse me it's too simple that they wasn't happening yeah you weren't losing muscle anyway that's a point but no then now they're gonna be they're no. gonna quell the fears of it right or at least oh maybe even create the fear. Yeah. or you can have some powder that you snort this is a really good question when you think about that and it's important to our listeners to understand that is that you know all the things that we're, we're talking about that are so important you just gotta be careful of of all those camps too, going overboard with all their shit. There's there's a little there's something to take from all of them, but I mean I think those two examples right there alone, the keto supplements, keto cookies, and fucking anabolic fasting are all examples of taking something that is is pure in itself, that is really good for people to learn, that to help mm-hmm. connect dots with fat and sugars and carbs, and then how to connect people's dots to appetite control yeah. and the benefits of not eating. To for packaging it and selling it to you. Mm. Got to watch out for it. You do. If you like Mind Pump, leave us a five-star rating review on iTunes. If we like your review and we pick it, you're going to get a free Mind Pump t-shirt. Also, mindpumpmedia.com. That's the place to go for access to all of our maps programs and guides. You can also check us out on Instagram at Mind Pump Radio. You can find Big Booty Justin at Mind Pump Justin. Yeah, yeah. Big Booty House. You can find Sexy Taint Adam Whoa. at Mind Pump Adam. You Gorgeous can, it's Lightning fast. You can find me at Mind Pump Sal, and you can find the eagle, Doug mm. Eggy at Mind Pump Doug. Sally Stabone. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. If your goal is to build and shape your body, dramatically improve your health and energy, and maximize your overall performance, check out our discounted RGB Super Bundle at mindpumpmedia.com. 
The RGB Super Bundle includes MAPS Anabolic, MAPS Performance, and MAPS Aesthetic. Nine months of phased expert exercise programming designed by Sal, Adam, and Justin to systematically transform the way your body looks, feels, and performs. With detailed workout blueprints and over 200 videos, the RGB Super Bundle is like having Sal, Adam, and Justin as your own personal trainers, but at a fraction of the price. The RGB Super Bundle has a full 30-day money-back guarantee, and you can get it now plus other valuable free resources at mindpumpmedia.com. If you enjoy this show, please share the love by leaving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes and by introducing Mind Pump to your friends and family. We thank you for your support, and until next time, this is Mind Pump. Mind Pump.